Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Beyond the Gate, our Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood podcast. I'm Megan. And I'm Meg. And today we're talking about episode 25, Doorway of Darkness. And we are so excited to be talking about it. Yes, I feel like almost every episode from now on, we're going to be so excited. Yeah. But these ones especially. So summary of the episode, the homunculi are winning. Ed and Ling face a horrific enemy within the hellish expanse of Gluttony's gut. In Central, Mustang can only watch as his loyal band of soldiers is divided by Bradley. Yes, and this covers manga chapters 51, A Portal in the Darkness, and 52, Lord of the Demon's Lair. And I'm going to say this for this episode, and I know the next episode because I've read ahead, but please read the manga. Pay attention to the manga. The art is stellar. It it mm-hmm. gets really good. Yeah. It is uh, very uh, close, similar to the anime. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It follows very, well, the anime follows the manga very closely. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the manga came first. Never forget that. <laughs> yes. I will not. All right, well, let's just jump right in, because this is a great episode. In the last episode, we saw Ed in, he's alive, he's he's uh, in a strange place, and he's looking, he's searching for other people. Um, he calls out for, for I think, for Al, mm-hmm. and um, also the, the uh, idiot prince, and... <laughs> The idiot prince is there. <laughs> it's like, who are you calling an idiot prince? Um, but uh, it's really sweet because although there's that witty banter and they they seem to be at each other's throats, as soon as Ed spots Ling, his first question is, are you all right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's he's so sweet. Yeah. He cares then, about everyone. Yes. Then his common yes. sense comes into play, which yes. Meg appreciated. She thought that yeah. was very that was very <laughs> wise and cool of him to to keep his head, but yeah, yeah, he's um, <laughs> I, I did appreciate this. He he immediately after their little exchange, he's like, "How do I know that you're actually Ling?" And then and then Ling's like, "Well, I can recite the whole the whole hotel menu," and um, it's like, "Nope, I I I believe you, you're Ling," <laughs> um, and then Ed. And then Ling's like, well, how do I know that you're um, actually Ed? And he calls him Little Runt, and Ed is very upset. It's like, okay, confirming, okay, it's you. Confirming that it is, that it is Ed. It's kind yes. of funny, in in the manga, he doesn't even get out Little Runt. Like, <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have time to say it. Oh, um. uh, <laughs> Yeah. And in the manga, Ling is, well, he's carrying a torch in the anime too, but in the manga, they made a point of like, they, they never, you know, address this in the anime, but the torch is made from a human bone. So in the manga, Ed takes it from him. He's like, give me the light. He takes it from him and he's like, wait a second. Is this a bone? Is this a human bone? He's freaked out. And, uh, Ling is just like, yeah. And it's really funny because Ed is, like, holding it with two fingers on each hand and carefully carrying it around, like, ugh, nasty, gross. <laughs> okay, you know what's totally hilarious? I totally misread that part of the manga. For some reason, I thought Ling had reconstructed the skeleton. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I read it that way. Like, I thought he had just, like, rebuilt the skeleton. I was like, why did he do that? Only. <laughs> 
That's that awesome. makes way more sense. Anyway, um, they think that they are in Gluttony's stomach. Uh, they see, they see, like fire. As we mentioned, Ling has a torch, and they think like, oh, it must be from Mustang's attack when Gluttony swallowed the fire. And then they also, um, they find, um, they see the lieutenant's car and part of the house that they were in. And so I think it's a pretty safe assumption that that's where they are. Um, and then they also, they see Al's hand laying there and it, and Ed immediately goes to it. And it's, it's pretty funny. He like, he tries to contact Al through his, through brother telepathy, which he it says, doesn't work, but. Right. Um, but he says like, brother telepathy conveniently awaken in me you have to pay attention in the background i i thought it was great he said that because yeah it's a funny line but it also it also is kind of true in shonen in shonen anime it's common for characters to like in their moment of darkest deepest need they just suddenly develop some strange new power like oh well that would have been nice but Mm. this isn't a normal shonen so sorry ed yeah yeah well, two things. One, I mentioned last night is, although I do always find it kind of annoying when they're like, oh, look at this new power. But I also think that in in a moment of need, if that power is already within you. Right. So you um, draw it can, out. yeah, yeah. But also, two, they actually, like, if the author would have wanted to do it, she could have made it work made that happen because we already know that Ed and Al's souls are like intertwined, entangled yeah. together. It so, could be believable. It really could. Yeah, yeah, it totally could. But huh. doesn't happen, which Oh well. I kind they of, just have to I'm, find another way. Yeah, yeah. I'm not upset about it, but No. Um, I I like um there are a couple extra things that happen in the manga, not super important or or like story changing things, but very very cool that they're they're there they're added uh one of those things is that ed uses the gun that reza gave him um he shoots to either side of himself and then up in the air to try and gauge the distance of how big gluttony's stomach is but there's no echo that reverberates from the gun so they know that it has to be absolutely massive and another really sweet thing uh that ed says while he and ling are walking they're they're just kind of like making small talk and then ed's like oh I need to get back as soon as possible because I need to fix the damage I I caused to the village during my fight with Scar. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I thought that was super sweet. He's responsible Um, to a fault. Yeah, yeah. Um, Most of the time. They also, they make a well um, and like drop one of the torches down there and never hits a bottom. There is no bottom. Then after they're like, Okay, there's no bottom. They start running to try to find, try and find an exit. And while they're doing that, um, May is still looking for for Xiao Mei. Um, Yoki, as the the sensitive guy that he is, suggests that maybe maybe Xiao Mei was eaten, um, which <laughs> May is very upset about, and. She tells him that Xiaomei is actually a panda, which I guess we've already said that. So yeah. if you haven't seen the anime, uh, <laughs> what a huge well, spoiler. I think but, 
and said I it think... was a panda bear and everyone else who's not as well read as he and Al are said it was like a weird black and white cat. Yeah, yeah. Apparently Xiaomei had a disease that like stunted her growth and so that's why she's so small. And May took took her in when her the other pandas abandoned her. And it's so cute. They're she says they're like sisters and then you see a bunch of scenes of them like growing up together. It's very sweet. And so we can see that she's very attached. Um, and this is, May shares a little bit more about of her backstory, that she is from one of the lower ranked clans in Xing. And so she wants to find immortality like Ling does to save her clan. I think that in the anime, this is the first time that, no, at least, in, no, sorry, in the manga, it was the first time that, that, um, scar and yoki found out why she was there mm. i can't remember if it happened in the anime earlier when they met she might have said something like briefly but i i don't think she went into detail yeah and then oh and it's super um well yoki again is like that's a pointless goal you're not going to be able to do that he's just you know he's just a ray of sunshine oh, yeah. um and but scar wants to help her find Xiaomei and it's I don't know it's so sweet uh and, and Yoki is kind of useful for a little bit in this episode because he explains to Mei that Scar may relate to her because uh he lost all his people and um she's in a tough situation and she lost her you know she lost some someone important to her so he's gonna mm-hmm. try to help her plus yeah. he loves animals so you know yeah uh, and then we go back to Ed and Ed and Ling. Um, they are super tired because they've been walking and they have not been able to find an end or an exit. And they very much want to rest and eat. And it's sweet because you see Ed is carrying Al's hand. He's like made a little like sling for it. <laughs> He's going to bring it back to him. Oh. Um, <laughs> and... Ling is like ready to give to give up and he kind of like she's like go on without me and at first Ed is like you're so weak you're gonna give up so easily and like he starts he does like that thing where it's like okay that like parents do where they're like okay I'm, I'm leaving. leaving I'm, I'm serious um <laughs> and like that you know that never works on kids or it didn't work on me but because well, you knew they weren't gonna leave you yeah some kids, some kids do get upset. I've, I've, I've seen it work, <laughs> but I don't remember it working on me. <laughs> um, and of course, Ed, we already know he's, he, he cares too much. He, he carries, he carries Lang on his back. Um, and Lang is like, I thought, I thought you said you were going to leave me. Um, and Ed's like, well, we both have people waiting for us. So. We need to stick together and find a way out. And then Ed's Ed's strength also gives out, and they're like, "We need to, we need, we need sustenance." Ed's like, "Leather goods are edible." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and at first, Ling, Ling is like, "They're boiling his shoe," yeah. and and uh, Ling's like, "You don't have athlete's foot, do you?" <laughs> and he's like, yes. "My, I have a metal metal foot." I love it. <laughs> I think Ling was just razzing him, but Ed's reaction is comedy gold. Um, also, manga note, 
another longer scene, but he's boiling. He's gonna boil a shoe, <laughs> fresh cooked shoe for for dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said he got he he got the idea from a movie that they they like boiled down mm-hmm. leather goods to eat. Which um, I didn't I didn't know movies were a thing in this world. I, we, we covered that before women. because Ed and L said something about a movie in their childhood during one of their flashbacks in the manga too so yeah he's seen more than one movie apparently um but anyway so that's where he got the idea and um he's able to transmute cooking utensils from random objects in like around them and he's also able to get water from the blood that's on the ground i thought that was very resourceful of him kind of gross but he's changing it into something new so Mm -hmm. yeah yeah. um he's boiling it so yeah and it'll it'll be okay yeah. And then uh, there's also a, a brief scene where, like, he and Ling are kind of laughing about it. And Ling's like, oh, you just saved the future of Shing. And it's like, yeah, you're going to have to put that in your stories. And it's, I can't remember history. what specific. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're also, they get a little bit more serious because Ed, Ed's like, we're going we're gonna to find a way out. We're going to, we're going to get out of this. And, and Ling is like, Wow, you're you're pretty determined. Um Ed is very determined to get out because he he uh you know, are on a mission. He can't he can't give up on his brother. Um and I think I think he says something along the lines of like Al's gonna beat me up basically if I don't get out. <laughs> yeah. Um, if I give up, I mean. And as they're talking, Ling senses someone. And out of the darkness comes Envy, because as we know, he was also swallowed. Um, and it's really funny because Ed like begins immediately is like starts begging him for help, and he's like, I- "I'll do anything, get us out of here." But Envy says that there's no no exit, and and he also confirms that they were actually swallowed by Gluttony. Uh, another interesting thing that he says is that. Ed, yes, Ed, if he remembers this place. Um, and Ed's like, well, it did look familiar, like, and it felt familiar. And he remembers, like, the eye. And he suddenly realizes that it's like the portal of truth um, that he went into when he and Ed tried to bring their mother back. And when he and Al tried to read their mom back. What did I say? He and Ed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> When Ed, Ed, and Eddie tried to <laughs> Did you ever watch that show? No, it looks so weird. <laughs> it is. It was super weird, but for some reason, actually, when we were at my grandparents, they had that cable, so we'd sometimes watch it. And it's yeah. Um. Anyway, <laughs> and Envy says like this. Yeah, this is not a real, real portal of truth, but their father tried to create a portal of truth and gluttony is 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 that failed experiment and one interesting thing that he says is that this portal exists between reality and truth um i looked it up in the manga i said the same thing yeah yeah it did so that was that was interesting i don't know like i don't know exactly what that means Reality is truth, isn't it? Maybe. Yeah. Know. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's my, that was my first thought. I was like, isn't reality truth? But maybe it's not. There's a deeper um, truth to reality. Mm-hmm. But what is, what is this in-between place? 
purgatory. <laughs> I wouldn't really call like no. the portal of truth heaven no. or hell. So it's like this void. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of a void. Uh, what, what I was actually what I was just thinking of is like like things are like either right or wrong, but then there's actually like this gray area. Oh, so this and is so, the gray area. Yeah, that's kind of what I picturing mm. it as. I guess interesting. Anyway, uh, and then Ed Ed gets upset when he realizes that there's no way out, and they basically have to sit there and wait to die. Um, and he's like, "Who who's in charge of this? Is is it the is it the Fuhrer?" And Envy kind of laughs, and he and he's like, "The Fuhrer is nothing more than a homunculus. He's um, not father." Yeah, yeah, he's not father. Then Envy. Hits us with another shocking revelation. Um, he was the one who started the Ishbalan War by um, killing a child. He disguised himself um, as a soldier who, coincidentally, was against the war. Um, not, well, okay, not coincidentally, but on purpose. <laughs> maliciously that. chose yeah, that. Maliciously, um, and he killed a child. And that's what started the, the war. And he's, I don't know, it's kind of, ugh, I did not, I both did and didn't like what he said. Because at first he's like, you have no idea how good it felt that and that he could ravage an, an entire country with a single bullet, which is, I don't know, interesting. Terrible, but it's true. It's yeah, it like... is. It, it, we, we were talking about this last night. It's kind of things like that have happened in history as well. Like, World War One started by an assassin assassination attempt, and also it's kind of funny. This is like set in like what is it nineteen twelve thirteen yeah nineteen twelve, which like is that. like actually like oh around the same time as when World War One started. So kind of interesting. Ed gets very angry because he realizes that like basically everything is Envy's fault, like the Ishbalan War. Scar being turned into a killer, Winry's parents dying, and he, um, Ed punches Envy right in the face, and nothing, nothing happens. Like he doesn't even move. Yeah. Um, and also, uh, when he jumps down, he and Ling are on this like raised platform. He jumps down to go to Envy, and it's like the briefest of moments, but his shirt kind of flips up, and you can see the gun still tucked underneath his belt. And in the mm. anime, he hasn't used it yet um and it's it's more apparent in the manga though like it's it's more of a focal point that the gun is visible in the panel yeah yeah i definitely noticed like i didn't actually even notice it when watching the the anime but it was yeah very very obvious in the manga which i i was curious to know why i don't know why, why the author chose to do that like focus on that and ling is warning ed not not to attack envy um, and cause he, he's remembering Envy's like super heavy footprints. Um, so he's like, this guy's bigger than, than he seems. And Envy's like, so you guys want to fight? And he transforms. It's so cool into this like, dragon uh, looking thing. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly. Okay. It's whenever I see it, I always. To me, it more looks like a giant green dog, but <laughs> dog-like, lizard-like. The yeah, yeah. Lizard-like, 
like a leviathan yeah. sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's super multiple awesome. Multiple legs, multiple heads coming out of of a sh- like they're they're like human heads sticking out of him. And then if yeah. you look at his eyes, like one eye is kind of normal, and the other eye has like multiple irises and pupils dancing around in it. Yeah, and he it still is. has his hair. Yep, he does, and it's and it's a uh, it's very cool, but also kind of scary looking. Oh, and, I was and, terrified the first then, time I saw. Still- yeah, Ed and Ling are like, oh shoot, we're in trouble. Um, so after Envy transforms, we go back to well, actually we haven't seen them yet, but Al Al is waiting with um Xiaomei and also Gluttony. Um Gluttony is watching Xiaomei and, and Al and he's he's like he's like, What should I do? He he's he's lost without without his without his um yeah, that's that's a good point because like Al's just sitting there, kind of in a like reflective state, and mm-hmm. there's a homunculus next to him who just like a day before was destroying everything in his path, and now it's just like he doesn't care, and either of them cares, and and that's when you realize he's Gluttony's pretty harmless unless he's got orders from mm-hmm. someone. Um, and he. While he's standing there, Gluttony says, "Father, Father's going to be mad at me," and that catches Al's attention. Um, Al, well, first he like pokes Gluttony's stomach, and it's kind of it's kind of funny. It even happened in the manga. He like pokes him, and then like Gluttony like blushes. (laughs) I don't like Gluttony, but that was kind of sweet. Um, Yeah, (laughs) and, and he's like. Where did he, and Al's like, where did they go? And he he asked Gluttony to take to take him to father, and Gluttony agrees because Al's one of the sacrifices. So he's like, of course, father is gonna be so happy to meet you, and they head off. Um, Perfect transition too. Yes, the the heads of the military are discussing potential sacrifices. So now we totally know that they are they are in in on the the whole scheme um and they mentioned dr marco and i don't know if they say this in the anime but in the manga they say that he's almost ready Hmm. um and then they ask if kimberly could be a sacrifice but they're like he doesn't have the guts to do it which as we know kimberly is that guy that creepy guy that we have seen in the prison um Mm -hmm. and the the Elrics are for sure sacrifices. And then they're like, what about Mustang? And they're like, the Fuhrer is dealing with him. And we see Mustang is talking with the Fuhrer. And Mustang is like, why don't you kill me? And the Fuhrer is like, then you won't learn your lesson if you're dead. Um, which really... Okay, dad. <laughs> yeah. He, really, he just needs to keep him alive because he might be a potential sacrifice. But Mustang is like, if you're if you're a homunculi, then if you're if you're bad, then you know is this whole nation like corrupt? And the fear is like the homunculi have been controlling the nation since its inception, which is not good. I'm not saying like don't you care about us? It's like don't you care about us at all? Um, and he he mentions that the fear's hands were shaking at Hugh's funeral, and the fear first is like. When you put on the uniform, he's he's so like callous. He's like, when you put on the uniform, you know, you're putting on your funeral clothes. Like you, you know, you you're 
accepting yeah. that like he, he says why do people make such a big fuss over the death of one soldier yeah and, yeah he also yeah. says that too he's pretty yeah not not a good dude and then and then he says that his hands were shaking because he was so angry that alicia was making a scene at the funeral which is like Ugh. ouch <laughs> yeah and it's also it's interesting too that he is i don't know he, i mean he basically like is blaming hughes for him dying like he was dying <laughs> and he he's very unfeeling um but in reality like hughes death was like totally the homunculi's fault oh yeah um they're the ones that that killed him like not any action he took apart from trying to do his job and protect people mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And then you brought up something really interesting when we were discussing this episode before. Um, that the fear has like he's like you said, he's so callous and he's only able to really keep his gaze on one thing or or like his his focus, I should say, on one thing. And you said the phrase that anger blinds you to reality and you can only feel like one thing at a time, and that's what wrath is and that's mm-hmm. who he is and then we we both realized that he's well he's the fear and he's a homunculus and he's got the all-seeing eye and his eye patch over it it's like his all-seeing eye may may be a powerful weapon but he's still blind mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah it's, it's interesting the tattoo is on his eye and wrath blinds you to what's happening around you mm-hmm. yeah it's super it's super interesting yeah, I think I think we'll see that more and it'll be more obvious throughout the throughout the rest of the show. I'm gonna be keeping an eye out for like <laughs> what the tattoos are. <laughs> Sorry. No pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> gonna be no, I can't. No, I'm gonna say what I was gonna say. Watching out for that's like the same thing. That's um, bad. <laughs> I think that's a. I I don't know. That might be a theme that the author has been decided to put in this in um in this manga. So anyway, so Mustang he tries to threaten the Fuhrer by like, I wonder what your son would think if he knew that you were a homunculi. And the Fuhrer is immediately like, you can't use my son against me. Like, but he's like, you can't use my son against against me. But I know what your weaknesses are. Um, and then we see um, Hawkeye wait waiting outside for Mustang, and Fury runs up and he tells her that he's being transferred to the south and braided to the west and Fullman to the north. They're they're being separated. And in that moment, some other military officials come out and hand Hawkeye a letter. And we find out that she's going to be the personal assistant to Fuhrer Bradley. And oh, no. <laughs> yeah, not good. And we we go back to Mustang and Fuhrer in the Fuhrer's uh, office. And his face, it looks destroyed. Like, he's... He is a has is a beaten man. Bradley took away all of his friends and the woman he cares about the most. Yeah, we're not beating around the bush. It's very obvious that Hawkeye is more than just a friend or subordinate to him. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> he loves her. <laughs> you know you love me. You want to kiss me. <laughs> Watch Mish Congeniality if you don't get the reference. <laughs> then um, we go back to, to Ed and Ling and Envy, and they are getting beat up very badly by by Envy because um, he is a giant monster. And they are two humans. Um, two 15-year-old boys. Yes, yes. And Ed makes Ling. They they decide they decide to take on Envy, of course, because they are two teenage boys. Um, they Ed makes Ling a it's kind of funny, it's a tacky sword with the skull like on the on the handle. And Ling is like, Oh, you got a bad sense of taste. <laughs> Yeah, actually, and, and, in the manga, he just thinks it. He doesn't say it. I'm so glad he said it in the anime. Yeah, it was good because Ed's. I don't. I don't remember exactly what Ed said, but he's like, "No, I don't. Like, it's awesome." Basically, no, he says. He says, "I think. I don't know. I think it looks kind of sharp." And then he makes yeah. his arm blade. <laughs> yeah, Ed. he. Okay, Ed is stylish. He's got a. He's got a whole. He's got a. Whole I like his on. vibe. I like yeah. his vibe. Yeah, me too. Um. You like his vibe so much that you cosplayed as him, so. <laughs> Less of a cosplay, more of an inspired outfit. <laughs> oh, well, you had, like, everything except for the the jacket. jacket. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. And the hair antenna. Um, There's no way I could pull that off. Yeah. Yeah, that would be hard. And so they're going to take on Envy, but Envy has already broken two of Ling's ribs, and Ed is also in pretty bad shape. So... Uh, we don't know how this is going to go, but that's where the scene ends. Um, and the last scene of the episode, Al and Gluttony are heading heading to Central because that's where Father is. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. that's the end of the episode. That episode went fast when we were watching it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So much happens. Yeah. All right, I'm really excited to get to voice acting notes because I've been waiting for for this person in particular. So Envy, a boy, well, sort of, <laughs> is played by Wendy Powell, a woman, um, and she is Kyo's mother from Fruits Basket, Maggie from Black Clover, and Emma from Vinland Saga. I just think it was such a cool decision to cast a girl who has more of like a gravelly voice as mm-hmm. Envy. I feel like that that adds a lot to the character given that he's a shapeshifter um yeah yeah kind of an I, androgynous voice yeah i was i was uh looking it up recently um actually i was like okay is envy like what is envy supposed to be they always and say he it, in the manga and in the anime. yeah yeah that's what I, I, was, what I was gonna say they always all the characters um reference him reference call him he and him in the in the anime and the manga and in the original he's for sure a guy um because yes because um, of um you know what spoilers spoiler alert yeah, for the original yeah we anime. won't we won't no let's not spoil it but he's for sure a guy in the <laughs> original um <laughs> uh, it was really cool in the original i'll be honest yeah, i was i, I like that i actually did like i did like it but he is actually is more of a Gen- he's genderless because he can transform into both male and female. And this is just the um, form he characters. chooses to present himself, and is that younger, 
kind of i'd say male is his body type in yeah his form he's usually in um i mean like he's got the longer hair and he's got like a slimmer body but like when we first when we first watched the show and we met him i was like is that a guy or a girl but then um just seeing how he moved and um his profile's like oh that's that's a more of a boy's build the the hair is awesome but um i yeah i would i would say when the characters say he referring to envy it's because they know him in that form yeah yeah i would i would agree and we had some things that we wanted to talk about you can bring up the one so when they're traveling in gluttony's stomach Ling loses his strength faster than Ed, and both of them are pretty strong boys, so it, it's kind of like, why would he give out first and so soon? And we had a theory that it might be connected to, like, why he's always hungry, why he's, like, passed out on the side of the road all the time due to uh-huh. lack of food, and he might have a condition, like, maybe he's, I don't know, anemia might not be right for, yeah, for I w- what yeah. his symptoms are but um <laughs> or low blood sugar or high he has like a really high metabolism and just burns through things so fast or maybe well we we posed the theory of diabetes but the he would have to have like what type one and he'd he'd have way worse repercussions than just passing out yeah of case. yeah yeah i was that's what we were discussing i i said probably not anemia because that's that doesn't really have to have anything to do with hunger necessarily. Well, uh, that's more like that's more like low. It, and... it depends on what type of anemia, right? But if you're I, I know of... someone who is anemic, and she um, food can help with that, like getting mm-hmm. more iron in your diet. Yeah, if it's if it's like a low iron situation, then yes. Um, but I would say it's probably more of just like low blood sugar issues. And mm-hmm. not, I, yeah, I wouldn't necessarily say, I wouldn't say diabetes because there are a lot of, I mean, it could be, but like, there's a lot of other symptoms that he would likely have that he doesn't. And so I think, I think it's just like low, low blood sugar. Yeah. Um, and that's why he has to eat so much. Yeah. He just gets tired easily. And I think it's, I think it's interesting that like the author never, like, I don't think they, she ever says. And, yeah. you know never says but it's just like it is a weakness of his that he gets he gets tired and hungry quicker than than other characters um also actually one thing there is there is that theory but maybe another thing could be that you know ed he literally had a rough childhood he lived he lived on that island for for 30 what it was like a month and yeah like, um had to learn how to keep moving forward and and you know push through the pain and stuff where ling is a prince he hasn't had to do that so he also has to fend off assassins on a daily basis though yes but like that doesn't (laughs) well his basic needs are provided for yeah i was gonna say like his basic needs are provided for and like he's able like i don't know that doesn't like you can be a strong fighter but Mind over matter is yeah stronger with Ed. Okay, yeah, I can see that too. Mm -hmm. Oh, and another thing that we wanted to talk about was gluttony was created by father trying to make a portal of truth, and so 
I I was we both were curious to know like what like what is the connection between like gluttony like the the I guess one you know gluttony is like one of the seven deadly sins which obviously like all the homunculi that we have met like it's kind of a theme that they are and so like what what is what is the connection between like the portal of truth and like yeah because each of these homunculi Um, have their like special ability that uh they can do like lusts was the ultimate spear and that can be connected with the sin of lust because you can spear people's hearts um Mm -hmm. so with gluttony my theory for that was that um gluttony has to do with uh, consumption and Mm -hmm. consuming can mean more than just eating food um and like with his his portal he's like consuming everything in his path but also it's like this all-encompassing sort of gate and I saw you your eyes light up you got an idea yeah I was just gonna say like the his father like could be trying to it was trying to consume knowledge like he wanted all the knowledge yes like the portal of truth has knowledge there we go that's <laughs> no confirmation is available in the show, but that's as good a theory as any. Mm-hmm. Oh, and we had an ad short rant. Yep. Um got that on the tracker. Uh <laughs> when Ling checks to make sure it's really Ed and calls him a runt. Ed bites back. Who are you calling a little runt, you jerk? <laughs> um moving on to animation expertise. So I had to cover Envy's true form. That that was massive. Um and it's really well drawn in the manga. But since it's so big compared to the characters and it would take so much time to draw and there's so many moving parts, they made it a CG model. And it's it's actually integrated pretty well with the 2D for, for like the time this was made. Um, you can still totally tell it's 3D in a 2D world though, but I understand why they did it. And I think like just the way the, the model moves it it's a good choice for how the characters are supposed to be like fighting him and how he's touching the things in the world. Yeah. I love like it's his true form is creepy, but I it's very cool. Yeah. And I definitely the first time you watch it, I it did surprise me. Mm-hmm. I was I didn't I know what because <laughs> I thought it was gonna be more humanoid, um, because they, they mentioned his true form back when they caught greed and he was like he called him ugly. He's like, why don't you show me your real form? So I knew there was some bad blood there and maybe some insecurity. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, what does he look like? What does he really look like? And uh, again, going back to the 2003 anime, what he really looks like, there is a true form in there too. And it's it's way different. But it's... Yeah. Boy, oh boy, you just gotta... Like, if there's one reason to watch the original, that's it to see what happens with Envy. That was yeah, fascinating. Just... Yeah, that is one... That is one... Well, we'll talk about this later, but... Yeah, we'll make some bonus episode yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, Who knows? We'll extend the podcast. I don't <laughs> know. I, don't, I know. don't want to talk about the original. I don't want to go back to Nina. Um, Ugh. Ugh, no. Anyway. But yeah, that brings me to the story element analysis, which is the revealing of a true form. I've noticed that's kind of a trend in anime. Other, other, cult, like, other pop culture, too. It's always super fun uh-huh. to hide something from the audience, and the reveal is usually worth it. Um, another show I can think of that has one off the top of my head is Fruits Basket. Kyo has a true form. 
Yeah. That was epic. That was okay. I actually just today I watched the that scene again and it's so cool when he turns his eyes change. Yeah, yeah. And his like the way his body like it like they did it starts really well. it like yeah, it like starts to transform like while he still looks human. Yeah. It's so cool. I love it. That whole scene. I also like how he uh kept his pants. Thank you, animators. <laughs> Thank you, animators. <laughs> oh wait, oh, wait, have you read have you read the manga? Do you know if that I actually did. happens? He keeps his pants. <laughs> yes. Pants. <laughs> I was gonna say pants acquired, but they never they were lost. <laughs> Innocence maintained. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, anyway, that's a, a little bit of a tangent. And slightly spoiler, but <laughs> eh, we didn't say anything that Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, that was <laughs> that was the end of the episode. <laughs> uh Megan, what what was your what was your favorite line? Uh, mine came from Ed. So Ling had just said to him, you sure are optimistic while they're going through gluttony. And Ed just says, not really. I'm just stubborn. I really like that line. I think that mm-hmm. that can be such a mood. I've felt that before. Um, And yeah. what was your favorite line? My favorite line was when um Ed was, Ed was trying to contact Al. And he says, Conveniently, conveniently awaken telepathic powers. Elric brother telepathy. Come in, brother. Come in. Look how he's just like waving the arm in the air. Yeah. <laughs> it's so great. What was the moral of the episode? What was the theme? Well, the surface level was don't give up. But if you <clears throat> dig deeper, it's you don't have to be an optimist. You just have to be stubborn. Mm-hmm. I like that. And uh, who pushed the story forward? Um, Envy did, because he revealed what he did in Ishval, and he also revealed his true form, so. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We love those big reveals. Yes, and, I guess, okay, we originally were gonna say Fear Bradley, and then we decided against it, but, actually, I would say he gets, he gets a mention, because he said that, um, Amestris has been run by the homunculi since the beginning. Which I yes. think that's a, I think that's an important piece of information to know. Yeah, um, I think yeah, and just the the whole confrontation mm-hmm. with with Mustang that's that's mm-hmm. the secondary story in this episode besides you know Ed and Ling being trapped. So I think that gets that deserves some props too. Yeah, yeah. All right, that was the end of this episode. Um, it's a good one. I am so excited for the next episode. I've been waiting for that one since we started the podcast. Yes. All right, we will be back next week with uh, episode 26. All right, see you then. Yep, bye. Bye. Bye.